Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. We are here in the Book Nook Room, and in very shortly, I'll introduce the hostess for the evening. Uh, this is Bob Acosta speaking, and the date is um, December 1, 2016. I wanted to tell you that, uh, as in life, uh, we move to new chapters, and Ruthann and I are doing this. But I want to be very clear to tell you that as long as I'm able... Uh, I really will always have my heart with Accessible World and Radio Out of the Past. Uh, Pat Price and I started these things. Pat started Accessible World, and I came up with Radio Out of the Past, and she backed me all the way, and I would never let her down. I'd have to face her somewhere else if I get that far, uh, and I don't want to do that. But uh, I'm stepping back a little bit, and the honest truth is um, my wife and I want our own lives a little bit, sometimes we have canceled anniversary dinners or something or a gathering, a birthday party because of a, an event. Maybe I was the only guy hosting or the host said I need help there. Glad to do it. But now we're going to uh, ask Ken Metz to supervise old-time radio and tech talk. And Alan Lemley will do the, the book groups. And what this means is that newswires will go to Alan, who will market them. All programs still go to me. As we did, we, we have a folder for fiction, old and new. And they'll, you know, if I record it, great. We'll edit it and get it up there to our web designer. But uh, basically, that's all we had to report. Things will be seamless. We're moving forward. We're not closing Excessive World, anything like that, or right around of the past. So thank you, uh, Michelle, for allowing me to do this. And I'm going to unlock this, and you'll be on. Menu bar, actions, menu, action, new speakers, lock, talk, kill. Bob, congratulations. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. Yes, Bob. I, I know I, I speak for everyone. We, we just want to thank you for everything that you've done all for many, many years. You've been tremendously supportive and wonderful, and you've helped everybody in Accessible World. And I know that everyone is really, really grateful to you and hopes that you and Ruth Ann you know, have some time to do some, some fun, enjoyable things now. Um, but thank you for everything that, that you've done. Um, first, let me also welcome Ginny. Uh, it's nice to have you here. Um, I'm going to just give you a little information about Jennifer Close. I, I didn't get a lot of information about her, but um, it's interesting because her life is, is somewhat parallel to the book that we read for tonight, The Hopefuls. Um, she was born in Chicago and she went to school in uh, New York City at the New School, and she got a master's in creative writing. Um, she also um, she also has worked for several magazines. I think she worked for Vogue, and um, I forgot the other magazines. But a whole bunch of uh, she might have worked for New York, the New Yorker as well. Um, and she met her husband when she was in New York City. He's a lawyer. And they moved to Washington, D.C. when he got a job for the Obama administration. And she now teaches creative writing at George Washington University in Washington, D.C. So you can see some of the parallels between the book that we read and her actual life that, that she's, she's led. Um, I'm just going to throw out like two questions just to get the discussion started. Um, the first question is, who do you think were the hopeful people in the story? And the second question is, is that there were a lot of 
themes or subjects that were discussed in this book. Um, one theme was the political world. We saw um, Beth move with her husband, Matt, to Washington, D.C., and he worked for the Obama administration, and she made a lot of observations about political life, and then we saw what happened when they moved to Texas, and Matt served as the campaign manager for Jimmy when he was running for office there. And there was also the theme of friendships. There were a lot of different friendships in the story. There was the friendship between Matt and Jimmy. There were the friendship between Beth and Ash. And there was the friendship between Beth and Colleen. And also another theme were the different marriages that we saw in the story. We had Beth and Matt, and we had um, Colleen and Bruce, and we had Ash and Jimmy. So I was wondering... um, which one of these subjects appealed to you the most? Was it the political life? Was it the subject of friendship? Was it the subject of marriage? So I'm going to release the key now, and we'll see what everybody thinks. Oh, my. my I clicked on here. Um, I forget your first question now. The hopefuls. That's interesting. I would say life and marriage was what the dream was, but... It was different dreams. Beth wanted to stay in New York and just work. And she met, you know, Matt and uh, just wanted to settle down, probably have eventually have kids. Although at first, no, I, I don't want children. And she does by the end of the book, we know. Uh, and uh, so that's one uh, life and marriage. Jimmy and Ash had a terrible marriage in many ways because Ash knew fully well what uh, Jimmy wanted. And Matt... Uh, is under the influence of Jimmy, the hard-driving guy. Oh, I can't run for a assemblyman or whatever, state senator. Okay, I'll, I'll be his campaign manager. And for a whole year, they lived together in this huge house. So I'm not sure I'm answering your questions, but I didn't see too much hope there until the end. I guess Matt and Beth, you know, they had a, a baby and they uh, they settled down. It, but it was a harsh lesson. Who knows what happened to Jimmy and Ash? Who knows? Ash knew everything that Jimmy was pulling with women and so forth. But she wanted the power. She wanted the prestige and stayed with him. So that's my view. I, I don't know that I answered your questions very well. Well, I really think that, that the political um, aspect was what, what kept me interested. When I first started reading the book, I thought, no, uh-uh. But I'll keep going, and and it it went into the the political plus the friendships, which intertwined, and and I thought that made it a really good book. And she did try to cover a lot of subjects. But really quickly, since I don't hear anybody, the political's great, but is it so bad that when the president says, "Yay, Jimmy," that was his whole life? Jimmy talked. Look, the president. He noticed me. I mean, forget it. Uh, I, you know, I heard some candidates say uh, I'm an outsider, which he really isn't. But the, the point I'm making is if that's what politics is about, that you give, you sacrifice your marriage, Matt jumped up to, to be his campaigner for a whole year. You stay in Motel 6s driving across Texas. And what it's all about is money, which neither candidate, neither man, Matt or Jimmy, had. Well, uh it took me a little while to get into the book, and then for a while I thought it was okay. Uh, it was particularly nice, I thought, 
uh, looking into the lives of these very young people and I try to think back when I was very young and a little hard doing that with all the time that's passed. And, but um, I, th- uh, I kind of kept waiting for something to happen and, well, there didn't seem to be any uh, thing that... It was kind of like uh, listening to... Um, someone's diary or reading someone's diary from day to day and they weren't particularly uh, a lot of things a lot of things weren't happening you know maybe I was looking for a murder mystery or something but anyway it's just like reading a, a young person's diary to me well that's exactly why I like the politics at least it was moving and the, the, the and Jimmy was moving I'm it's not that he made it hopeful particular I'm I'm the the question was which characters did you like or which um, sections of the book did you like the most and I I really felt that was the only thing that kept me reading. Yeah, I'm kind of like Bob. I, I I didn't find much to be real hopeful about in this book. I mean, obviously uh, uh, the the character that seemed to have all the hope was was Matt. He was hopeful he was going to be a uh, have some kind of political career, I guess. But uh, I yeah you know, I I don't put a lot of. Uh, uh, I, I don't. I don't hold politicians to all that 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 uh, that, that high high regard. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I realize there's some of them that that, that that do good public work and stuff. But but I've gotten real. Uh, I've gotten a real bad uh, uh, jaded feeling about folks who are in politics the last few years, and uh, uh, th- this book didn't do much to improve that. Uh, 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 you know, uh, I guess they did seem a little more optimistic about Matt and Beth at the end. But I mean, he he just kind of like let her. Uh, you know, he 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 just lost all sight of his family life and stuff when he was in, in the middle of the political stuff. He just kind of left her dangling and stuff and, and didn't care too hoots to what she was doing. Of course, he got his feelings hurt when when he walked in on her, her and uh, Jimmy. But uh, uh, yeah, that that was a totally different thing. But uh, uh, I mean, it, it, the the political side of it was was fairly interesting, I guess. I mean, it, it, it's sad what's what's involved. I think for people that that do that kind of thing, but it just the, the whole book just kind of seemed to run out of steam by the end of it. I thought, but uh, yeah, it, it kept my attention, you know, while I was reading. Well, the way I took the idea of the hopefuls was a couple of different ways. I think that they talked a little bit in the beginning about the the feeling that people had about the Obama administration, people that were involved in the campaign, that they really saw this as a very hopeful situation, that he was a hopeful candidate, that people were very, very optimistic when he was elected president. And you had that sense in the beginning of the book when she was describing, you know, the, the, what, the way it was to be an outsider in the, in the political world. And I found that kind of interesting um, because I'm not an especially political person and I can't imagine, you know, being part of uh, political life in Washington, D.C. I think I would find I would feel very much like an outsider when she talked about, for example, how they went around the table and they talked about what level of security clearance each person had and and those kind of conversations that are not really part of my life. Um, And I thought that um, 
Jimmy had a certain amount of hope because he thought, you know, his life was sort of going to move along in a certain direction, and he ran for office, and, you know, that didn't work out too well. And I think Matt also had a certain level of hope and expectation. He was a very hard worker, but he also saw that his he felt his life was going to move in a certain direction, and he was kind of disillusioned when he saw how easily it came to Jimmy when he was the person that was really doing the work. Um, I, I thought it was kind of interesting how Jimmy uh, selected Matt as his campaign manager because he really didn't have a whole bunch of political expertise, and I was surprised that they didn't get more support from their their party. They just seemed to be on their own, you know, and Matt was just doing all the research and Jimmy was doing all the, the schmoozing. Um, so I found, I guess I found the political parts interesting. I also found the friendships interesting. Um, I think the idea of being a friend in a competitive environment such as Washington, D.C., or even those dozens women in Texas, it's very hard sometimes to have friendships when there's a lot of competition. Uh, it kind of gets in the way, and I thought she did a good job of showing that, that type of friendship. And I also thought that Colleen turned out to be a much better friend to Beth than Ash was, who really was kind of a sort of a, you know, a fair-weather friend. So I, th I thought there was some depth to the story, but, um, you know, different aspects, I think, appealed to different people. Hey, when uh, Jimmy decided to take Matt to Texas and run for railroad commissioner, I said, hey, man, what are you trying to do? Trying to run for a statewide office in Texas? Are you kidding me as a Democrat? And using as your central theme uh, against fracking and uh, for climate change? It ain't going to happen, man. Why are you so hopeful? Huh? I guess he has more hope than I did. Good point, LaDon. That's what I thought, too. I, I probably am jaded. I'll admit my sins. When I was a young guy in the Federation, I was a true believer. I would get calls, go to come to Des Moines instantly. We have a we have a meeting. And in those days, there was no internet, okay. And you you could do it on the phone, but conference calls cost a fortune. It was probably cheaper to fly people in. And I think of the baseball games I missed that my son played, or family events. Uh, I I I continue that. I'm telling my story now more. But I, I just, you know, an ACB gave me gave less, but but helped. And in guide dog users, yes. But now I'm so happy to turn the page a little bit because I think of those times that I missed because I was marching for the cause or doing something, and um, it just seems phony to me. The political, oh, meet this guy, meet this guy, honey. And he's got a secure. Oh, he's close to Obama. He 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 gives him paper towels or napkins at, at night or, you know, at a luncheon or whatever. Meet this guy. And Beth was the most honest one of the bunch. She said, this is a bunch of baloney. And so I got jaded. Matt sacrificed his marriage. Yes, she got, she kissed Jimmy. Big deal. And Jimmy got carried away. But, but he wasn't giving her any action for months and months. And, you know, she's a young gal and, uh, he acted outraged. Oh, my God, this is over. I want a divorce. And Matt was a baby. I'm telling you, his mother made him a baby, in my opinion. That family of his was warped. 
And so was Jimmy's. The father hated Jimmy. The mother tried to make it better. So maybe I'm a bit jaded. And if I had to tell a young person who started out in the organizations of the blind or politics, don't give everything. Hold back something for yourself. That would be my message. And Matt learned it the hard way. And great, he came back. Oh, I'm not going to divorce you now. Okay, I'm coming back. I, I need two weeks. He, he's, he was really a baby. Maybe, uh, I guess he grew up when they had their child uh, and so forth and made it. Uh, Ashley and Jimmy, who knows? But uh, you're right, Michelle. Colleen, ultimately, who I didn't have great faith in, became her best friend, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I, I've definitely gotten jaded because, yeah, the, the, they they did kind of uh, nod a bit toward the, the, the hopefulness of the uh, Obama administration and stuff. And then after after seeing... Uh, the Republicans digging in and not doing a, a darn thing to try to advance anything in in, in the country the last you know the you know the, the the second half of his first term and the entirety of his second term, I've I've gotten totally jaded with it. Sorry, sorry to get on current politics, but you know, that's the way I feel about it. And uh, 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 and, and even doing stuff like not approving uh, Supreme Court. Uh, nominations because they think they need to wait until they get their own guy in there. And now we got this orange bloviator we got to deal with. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm really uh, uh, fed up with the whole political thing. Well, I think, Bob, you anticipated a question that I actually had for the group, which was, you know, have you ever yourself been involved in politics, either being involved in a political campaign or have you run for let's say, a local office or a school office and, and you know, kind of what, what is your feeling about being in the, in the political world. And also, um, I noticed that Ruth Ann and Don and Ginny have not had a chance to speak, so if you guys have read the book and you want to join in, uh, you know, please please join join in. Okay. That's an interesting question. Um, I, I was, when I had four little kids... I was in a group called Cooperation West Side, which was trying to beautify Milwaukee and do some... I was on the board. I don't know how I did that, but I was. Um, I, I was into several things. I uh, During the 60s, I um, marched. Um, I was always involved, and now I'm much less involved, and, and, and I'm jaded, too. I'm... I, Nothing is working the way I think it should. Um, I I thought that the way that they were talking about Obama was probably a little bit more than is real. I mean, I can't imagine that that he'd put up with that. Actually, um, Jimmy was was a jerk. <laughs> I didn't like Matt. Uh, I. I, I, I did I do think that that she did a nice job of portraying the different um, areas of the country which have different cultures I mean Texas is different from the Midwest um, and, and, but as far as hope was concerned by the end of the book I lost all of it it was just okay it's done Many times I called the book the hopeful, the hopeless, but it's hopefuls. I know that. I don't mean to be rude if the author hears this, and you might. Sometimes they do. They get, they have a catcher and they listen. 
she sounds like a fabulous lady from um, Michelle's description there, a teacher. Beth was a writer. What did Beth do for the whole year? Nothing. 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 Did Matt encourage her? Well, start writing. It's it's good. You know, I, I he a little bit, he, he said words, but she said, I have nothing to do. I'm just here. I'm, I'm wasted for a year. That's a great commitment, a great sacrifice. So uh, they may be hopefuls, but they were hopeless throughout a lot of the book. Now, maybe the end. Yes, they had a baby. They settled down, Matt, you know, settled down and so forth. But uh, I was I was more depressed at the end. I said, oh, my gosh, and maybe that's the politics. I got involved with the Kennedy campaign as in college. Uh, this one, I gave funds and I went to rallies. But I got to tell you, you're just a cog. You're nothing. I mean, we stood two hours at a Hillary Clinton rally. And uh, the donors got in the back way. They told us, you're going to get in. You guys are okay. But then the big donors got in the back way and, and of all places, uh, Oxnard or wherever it was. And she said she recognized the outside guys who stood for two hours, no chairs, no anything. Uh, and said, thanks, guys. But it was pretty bad. And I said, God, I'm just a cog. I'm nothing. I'd write to them about making their website more accessible, about can I can I help? And they'd say, we don't know Braille. You get answers like that. So I said, they really don't care. And I think all sides, we've got to do a lot of work on disability, people really getting involved, not just being poster children and talking about theirs, but talking about politics and the way that this is my country too. And I don't want to just talk about blind people in the country if I you know, engaged. And I offered my services and uh, didn't get them. So I'm, I'm discouraged too. I didn't think the book was about politics so much, although that was the setting. It was really about the idealistic attitude of young people, how they go, can go into something with so much hopefulness and not and not see anything but the good thing where they where they're going. You know, you know, it's just when you're young, things seem different. You you're not going to ever die, you know, and uh, everything's possible. And I didn't think it had anything hardly to do with. Uh, the Obama uh, candid- uh, presidency or his candidacy, I think these things happen every time a new uh, group comes into the White House. They bring in all these new young people, uh, uh, all in the lower down in the offices that you never see. These were not, uh, you know, uh, uh, higher higher office. They were all uh, staff staff people, and and they're all young, and uh, it's just the idealistic way that young people look at the world. I thought that's what the book was about. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, Lejon. I think there was a lot of idealism in the story. Um, I think that these were people who were, I guess, in their thirties, most of them. Um, and they were they were pretty idealistic, and I think that they you know they sort of grew up a little bit as they encountered some disappointments. I think as you know, especially I think with a character let's say such as Matt, who was kind of groomed to be a big success, and as it turned out, he had you know a lot of disappointments in terms of his career, in terms of his marriage, um, you know, which is is what happens to most people as as life goes along. Um, I was wondering, for the people who actually come from the South, um, what did you think of of Ash? Um, I thought that the I liked the narrator, I liked the reader, um, and I didn't know if she was putting it on a little too heavy when she was doing the character of Ash, or if that was just, 
if you guys thought that she was a realistic, um, you know, just the way that, that she was. And I guess another question that I wondered was, you know, did you feel like the end of the book felt truthful to the rest of the story? Um, I felt like they kind of tied things up really nicely in the end. I mean, I, I thought that there was a really strong chance that Matt and Beth would not get together, that they would end up separating. I knew that Jimmy and Ash were going to stay together, um, but I wasn't so sure about Matt and Beth. But at the end, you know, they moved to the suburbs, and she got a job, you know, doing some online writing, and he got, you know, he was getting help from Jimmy's father, who got him a really nice job, and they sort of tied things up nicely. So I guess my question is, what did you think of Ash, how she was portrayed, and what did you think of the end of the book? I thought Ash was done uh, pretty well myself. Uh, I know that that, that uh, accent and everything uh, is pretty uh, what we think of, but it's disappearing. But we still have it quite quite a bit here and there. And uh, I thought her attitude was pretty much uh, Southern, too. And for, so for me, she struck it real. Well, there's certainly plenty of women that, that are like the way Ash was portrayed in the South. So... Uh, I, I, I can't really, I can't really fault that. I mean, I think, I, I, I think there's a tendency from people from the north to think that most of the women are like that, or that most of us down here, uh, you know, or feel like we're lucky to have indoor plumbing and stuff. But uh, 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 you know, that that's not really the case. But I, I think it's it's becoming more. Uh, you know, the the exception probably than than the rule, but hey, you know, I I, I may have the incorrect spin on it, but you know, there there's certainly plenty that are uh, that, uh, that that she would uh, uh, that, that would meet the way that character was portrayed, and you know, I, you know, I thought the ending was was okay. I, you know, by the time I got to the ending, I I kind of like uh, 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 didn't care too much about what happened to any of them, so I, it didn't really didn't really matter to me how it ended. I mean. Uh, uh, I, I thought that uh, you knew enough. I mean, I like Beth the best of all the characters, and she was really the only one I thought that felt that felt really, you know, that felt really genuine about uh, what she was doing. Everybody else just had their own agenda, and uh, I didn't care too hoots for Matt because I thought he I thought he was a little selfish, uh, you know, whiny baby that that, that was Molly coddled all his life by his family, and I didn't really care much for his family either because. Uh, uh, they were a bunch of Kennedy wannabes, it sounded like. But uh, 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 anyway, I mean, it, it ended on an upbeat note. I don't know how realistic it was. Yeah, that was a good point. A Kennedy wannabe. I thought about football. We got to play games. We got to hurt each other. We, oh, man, you know. And that's that was the Kennedys absolutely uh, playing football. They broke Jackie broke her arm the first day she had with Jack or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I I hate to judge the, the South. I think the narrator... From what I've heard in traveling through the South, sounded like Ashley. I did, did a great job reading it. I'm with I'm with Alan. I didn't like Matt. I didn't like anyone but Beth. And I'm not sure did Matt ever go visit Wisconsin and see the wonderful hospitality you can get in the Midwest. Believe me, you can. And uh, they're absolutely they're very friendly. And I'm not condescending here. I'm telling you the facts. And you you sit in an airport in the Midwest, they talk to you, and it's not just about your dog. You, you hear about their kids and and uh, so forth. And in Iowa, great. I don't like the way they voted, maybe, but they're wonderful people. <laughs> their hearts are they're good people. And I wish Matt had, had condescended 
to, I don't remember that he did, to visit her family for a week or two and give them a chance. They would have been too slow for him, I'm afraid. She never went, he, they never went to Wisconsin. I was waiting for that. And yeah, we will talk to you. There's a, a line that goes, um, you know you're from Wisconsin if you're talking on the phone for a half hour and it was a wrong number. We'll talk to anybody. But I think that she, uh, Beth, at the beginning of the book, well, because of not being able to write and all that, all her creativity was gone. And that's one of the the really big symptoms of clinical depression. I, I think she was really taken advantage of. She didn't have the whatever to stand up for herself uh, until Colleen pushed her. I, I, I found it a thoroughly depressing book. Well, actually, there was one time that um, Matt and Beth did go to Wisconsin because I remember that they contrasted um, you know, all the athletics and all the drinking that was going on with Matt's family. And then they mentioned that Beth's parents, I think they were teachers or something like that, and they liked to, um, you know, watch mystery shows on television and read and take walks. So it was like a completely different way of living. So I do remember at least one time in the story where they did go to Wisconsin and have a visit. But, yes, they came from pretty different kind of of families and um, you know and that was another difference um, I thought Beth was you know Sherry and I had a conversation about Beth because Sherry really didn't like Beth at all and I said to her that I think that you know not everybody not every woman I don't, I'm not going to talk about I don't know about men as much I guess as I know about women but I think not every woman not every woman is completely centered on their career you know, some women. You know, some women know from when they're in high school exactly what they want to do, and they're extremely driven. And other women, you know, they take a while to sort of find their way. And I think that she was interested in writing. She had worked for magazines, but I don't think she was a super driven person. And I think that, um, you know, she. I think she agreed to go to Texas. But I don't think she really realized what it was going to be like living so far away from everybody, knowing only one person and and her husband being so busy all the time. So I think that would be a hard situation for for many people. Um, And I think she did kind of find her way towards the end. But I I didn't quite buy that Matt and Beth belonged together. Um, I I didn't think they were super compatible. Um, I don't think we knew enough about Colleen and Bruce um, to know whether they really had a good marriage. And Ash and Jimmy had, I guess, what we would consider the sort of stereotypical political marriage that we all read about all the time. So I don't know that there was any particularly great marriage, I think, in this story at all. I personally found the friendships more interesting, I think, than the marriages. That's interesting. I'm trying to look at friendships, however. Uh, I did like Beth. I'm, I'm interested. I would like to hear Sherry's point of view and why she didn't like Beth. I, I You can't expect Beth to take on Jimmy's family, uh, Jimmy, Matt's family, and storm out of there or whatever. She she didn't know what to what to get in Texas. She went with him. He oh please please let's go, and she and and he did not encourage her that much. He'd say, well you you got it right. But she didn't. She had no direction. How do you do it with Ashley? Ash is everywhere. She's into everything, uh, and uh, and and Beth just followed her around. 
you know, and had no direction in Texas. And uh, I think the father could have gotten her a job in Texas. Uh, but Matt would see it as betrayal. What? You're not trying to get Jimmy elected? You know, and so it was, uh, I'm trying to, if you could tell me, I'll try to give Jennifer close a, a break here. What was hopeful about the book by the end of it? I mean, yes, it was nice at the end. They tied it up. But you're right, uh, Michelle. I, I don't know that Matt and, and Beth should have got married. I really don't. And the last thing I want to say on this, I'll probably talk again, but who knows? My wife from Decorah, Iowa, little town, visited her girlfriend in somewhere in Minnesota. I don't know the town. And they, in the evening, the girlfriend told Ruthann, you know, we're just farmers. All we do is sit and talk. And Ruthann said, and so do we in Decorah. And that's the problem. Nobody sat around and talked. They ate junk food. They, they, they stuffed themselves with pizzas or did whatever. And Jimmy and, and Matt were on their way. You know, it's all the campaign. Never mind life. I'm surprised he had a moment to have the baby, conceive the baby. But he found time. Well, I still, I really think because she was showing no drive, Beth was showing no drive. She was only following. She was doing what she was expected to do. And that's all she was doing. That I, I think there was some real depression there. And, and I could understand why. And when when people have commented, at least they got got back together again, my th- immediate thought was, for how long? Because they're so such disparate characters. Yeah, that, I think that's valid, Mickey. I think that, to me, I wasn't totally convinced that, um, that Beth and Matt would, would be together for the long run. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, it, they didn't seem like that that well suited. Um, I was wondering if you saw Ash and Jimmy as sort of a charmed couple, um, that they were the type of people that things kind of fell into their lap, um, or if they were more hardworking than than they seemed on the surface. Um, you know, Jimmy had certainly a difficult relationship with his father, and Ash kind of, you know, went shopping and hung out with her friends, and then all of a sudden she became this sort of driven career woman in in the jewelry business. Um, and I, I wondered if you thought that they were successful based on charm or family contacts, or if you thought that they were maybe more hardworking than, than they appeared. I thought the men were really just driven, 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 and the wives were along uh, to, support, to support their men. Uh, but at the end of the book, uh, I, when um, Matt and uh, got, got got his new house, uh, and uh, she said, "Well, they knew why they had bought that house in that particular district." So we know he still had it in his mind, and she knew what he was going to be heading for, so she was probably going to be up for it all over again, and whether the marriage could survive that or not. Now, Jimmy, he was just one of those kind of weak, I think we've known him throughout our lives, one of those likable louses that that everybody seems to like, but in their private life, they're just not that much. Boy, that's good analysis, you guys. Uh, clinical depression, I agree with. And this as well from LaDon. I think that very good analysis. Yeah, Matt's going to run again because she did say that. It's in the district uh, where we were or whatever. We had to get a penthouse. We got to play the image. And I guess she will with her being a mother and writing. And he will also 
Uh, and uh, I guess if I may just dwell on one thing political, when Senator Cruz's wife was shown on the Internet without any clothing, you know, he it, he took a stand at least for a bit. But then he's a politician. He had to, you know, if that happened to my wife first. I'd kill the guy. I'd, I'd really be upset. I'd, I'd, I'd not only not endorse, I'd never work with him. But, you know, politicians suck it up and say, there's four years, I'll be back. And I found it incredible. Um, Again, I'm just going to ask Don and Ruth Ann and Ginny, um, I don't know if you guys read the book. Um, We haven't heard anything from you, so I'm assuming that you guys are just listening. But if you want to join in, um, that's great. Well, I did read, got partway through the book. I didn't like the people very much. You know, Henry, Harry Truman had a good saying about friendship in Washington. If you want a friend, get a dog. And I think, I think that's the way that you got to look at things. But, um, uh, no, I, 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 I guess I'll say I just, I didn't get past, past Texas, I guess. Don, I have a dog. I have one friend, right? <laughs> yeah, hi, this is Jenny. Yes, I did read the book. I did, um, I've been listening to all your comments, very perceptive. I I thought the part of the book that I liked the best was a description of the Washington scene, you know, um, and I guess the author has observed that firsthand. Um, I thought that um, it was interesting that as the book moved along, these were uh, political political people who had a lot of ideals and wanted to change things apparently but I thought that kind of got lost in just their zeal to win I couldn't remember what it was they were standing for politically and that in some ways they kind of lost sight a lot of um, who they were what they stood for as they became obsessed in the you know just the competition of it all uh, Jenny, good comments. I, I will say this. The, my message to you guys is when you think of politics, follow the money. Yeah, I thought the political stuff was, was interesting. I liked all of her comments about what it was like sort of to, as an outsider to Washington life. Um, um, and also I, I even found the, the campaign, um, what was it, railroad commissioner, was was interesting as well. Um, I don't think of Texas as a democratic state, so I didn't think he had a, a chance at all. But I guess you never know. Um, and um, it was interesting to me how isolated they were. The fact that Matt was doing all this research and Jimmy was kind of the schmoozer and he was really good at taking the ideas and conveying them to the people. And I think that that was kind of interesting because I think, you know, a lot of times you have people that probably have really good ideas, but they have no charisma. And then you have somebody else who maybe isn't, you know, somebody who's a great researcher, doesn't have a lot of original ideas, but they have a lot of charisma. They know how to connect with people. And, you know, how a lot of times in politics, it, it is the charisma that sort of wins out over, over the substance, I think. So I thought those, those ideas were kind of interesting. Um, I don't know if anybody else has any more, more comments. Um, if not, we can end a little early and I'll tell you about our, our next book. So I'll just see if anybody has any, any final comments. Okay. Um, well, that, that's great. Um, 
So the next book um, is a book that Sherry read. Um, I have not read it yet. It's called As Close to Us as Breathing, and the author is Elizabeth Polliner, P-O-L-I-N-E-R. Um, unfortunately, I do not have the DB number. Um, I know it's a very recent book, and I know that it's a family story. Um, so the title is As Close to Us as Breathing, and the author is Elizabeth Polliner, P-O-L-I-N-E-R. Um, Sherry actually is, is away for a few days. She has a family situation going on, but when she gets back home, uh, she'll send out the newswire, um, and I'm sure you'll all see it on the DB Review, and it'll have the, the DB number. So um, thank you, everybody, for coming. Um, it was a really good discussion. And um, I just want to wish everybody happy holidays and happy new year. And um, hopefully we'll see all of you um, next year. Yeah, the DB number is 84056. 84056, as close to us as breathing. And uh, thanks for everybody's comments. And uh, uh, I enjoyed the discussion. And I hope everybody had a good holiday. So y'all take care. Thanks, guys. Well done. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday Season, Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you. You guys are great. It was a great discussion.